Do you keep score with your partner? You woke up with the kids last night, so I'll wake up this night. Or in worst cases, you didn't give me a hug, so I don't give you a hug. You didn't ask me about your day, so I didn't ask you about your day. I've been washing the dishes for three days. It's Now it's your turn. So we all keep score, but oftentimes keeping score will actually block your relationship from deepening and limit the level of intimacy you feel. And today I'm going to tell you why that happens and how to change that. You are listening to the Potential State Podcast with your host, Dr. Asael Romanelli. Hi, my name is Dr. Asael Romanelli, and this is the Potential State. And today we're at Ownership 39, keeping score, no one ever wins. So we're natural. Most of our relationships are always give and take, quid pro quo, which means something for something. And it's natural to be matches. I'm not just going to give, give, give. I also want to feel loved. But the problem is, is when everything is, when, when, the, when keeping score becomes so rigid that almost every single thing is, is being written down, our, our old brain, our primitive brain, doesn't feel like they can trust the other because everything they do has a price tag on it. And slowly what happens is we are busy in always like keeping score and making sure we're not giving too much and feeling guilty if we give too much and we're, we're basically not developing. And I want to give a few reasons, like why does this happen? Why do we bookkeep? Why do we, why do we keep score? So the first thing is usually something with our childhood where we felt like we weren't, there wasn't enough to give or we weren't worthy enough of giving. Or when we were given, we, we were made feel guilty about it because we need to give something in return. That there was always a catch. That there's always a catch in anything we received from our parents. So we actually never experienced just pure giving. Another is a split, what we call the either. Check out the either series, where it's either or, either me or you, either I give or I take. Another core belief that there's not enough for everyone. There's a, there's a lacking. There's not there's no abundance in the universe. And oftentimes it's also connected to lack of play. Everything is serious. Everything is heavy. Everything is rigid. Everything is concrete. And add to that a sense of an empty love tank refer to the love language episode where the idea is when I'm not feeling loved and seen and respected, then I start feeling um, not only bitter, but I'm, I'm not so generous. There's no generosity of spirit because there's, I'm hungry, because I'm starving, because my love tank is beeping that it's empty. And oftentimes there's a victim triangle that there's this belief that if people give to me, they want something from me. Oftentimes it's like these core beliefs, like women are manipulative or men just want to control you or all these core beliefs that we've inherited that we make me feel like make me distrust people. But here's the thing for us to activate and to like soften the old brain, we need to have a generosity of spirits. We need to be open. We need to be able to feel like I'm giving with no strings attached. I want to give an example how that looks in the clinic. So once I worked with this um, I worked with this couple and they kept score on everything. How many hours they, they had a, a one-year-old kid and they kept score about everything. How much did they sleep? Who made the food? When did they make the food? He went out with friends, so she also needs to go out with friends. And it reached a level that even in the room, who spoke more minutes in the room? And it was and what was interesting to see is like they couldn't stop keeping score. It was so ingrained in them. It was, and and, and no, each one of them couldn't snap out of it. They were just casting each other in this endless loop of keeping score. And 
I want to give you a way out of that. So a, a level of keeping score is always going to be there. But how do you step, how do you soften the bookkeeping? So the first thing you do is you play. You play. Play is the loop of life. Check out that episode. You stop taking things so seriously. And when next time your partner bookkeeps or keeps score, you can be playful and say, okay, write it on my tab. Like, don't be insulted. Don't like... Don't take this whole thing too seriously. Realize you're keeping score because this is your old brain trying to protect you. These are your childhood core beliefs being acted out with a partner that's at a similar level of differentiation and maturity. So you guys are both doing this cocky pee-pee interaction because keeping score oftentimes cocky pee-pee because who cares? Because the question is who's right is who cares? It doesn't matter. The next thing is owning your shit, which means basically owning the shadow and all those parts all those behaviors that you usually deny check out the episode on what is on your shit and why is that why would that help you minimize keeping score because then you're realizing that sometimes i do things to get things in return that's fine other times i don't but don't deny those times where you actually want more than you want to give and just appreciate that and when you own that then with the times that you're just giving openly your partner won't have to feel won't have to mind read you that you're probably doing it to get something in return. Because then you're always like, no, no, I'm, I, was, I just gave you a back rub because I wanted to. If you can start owning the moments you're giving a back rub because you actually want a back rub, if you can start owning those moments, then when you actually spontaneously want to give them a foot massage, they won't feel guilty. Because at the end of the day, you don't want your partner to feel guilty because that means their old brain is not accepting this. And if my old brain does not accept your bids as loving, kindness, then I won't feel loved by you. Then my love tank will not fill up. My love tank will fill when my old brain realizes you're doing this because you care and not because you want something of me. And the next thing is how do we rewire the brain to have generosity of spirits? And this exercise comes from this wonderful book, Getting the Love You Want by Harville Hendricks. And basically what he's talking about, check it out. And basically what he's talking about is how can we, he, he suggests we, we rekindle the generosity of spirits through what he calls re-romanticizing exercise, where each partner <clears throat> writes at least 10 or 15 ways in which they feel loved. You can also refer to the love language uh, episode as well for that. And you write a long, long, long list. It could be from small things to making me a cup of tea to big things, surprising me with a vacation, okay? And then we, and they exchange the lists and each partner does every single day between three and five of these love gifts, love acts, and slowly the idea, and you do it regardless of if your partner's doing it. And the idea is that it slowly rewires the brain and shows your partner again and again that you can trust me. I'm not doing this to hurt you. I'm not doing this because I want something in return. And slowly we can change and soften the quid for quo, um, um, you know, scorekeeping. So that's one thing. When you do keep score, which is going to happen. Don't be harsh on yourself. Laugh about it. Normalize it. Own it. Own it in the sense of if you see that you're purposely not saying something to your partner because you feel like they haven't given twice, say, you know what? I'm not going to share this compliment with you because you haven't complimented me for three days. Don't take yourself so seriously. Play a little bit. Soften on that. And when your partner does it, don't get defensive. Don't answer with how much you've done it. Smile. Give them a hug because it usually means that their love tank is empty. You know, and it's the, the old saying, you can be right or you can be married. You can be right or you can be in a relationship. You want to be in a relationship, who cares? So if so, they woke up more, so, so you did more time, who cares? Is this really worth fighting over? What's the bid behind it? So, 
Soften your keeping score by play, own your shit, re-romanticizing exercise. Because remember, keeping score, nobody ever wins. My name is Dr. Sel Romanelli, and this was The Potential State. I'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Potential State Podcast. For more information, visit us at potentialstate.com. And thank you for listening. 